You're listening to the Bookkeepers Podcast with the 6FB, the weekly podcast for bookkeepers. Every week, we'll be talking about what's new in the bookkeeping world. And here are your hosts and founders of the Six Figure Bookkeeper, Joe Wood and Zoe Whitman. Hi, welcome back to Bookkeepers Bootcamp. I'm Zoe Whitman, I'm with Joe Wood, and we're joined by Danny Wallace. Hi, Danny. How are you? Hello, hello. I'm really good. Happy Thursday. It's a proper Thursday Thursday today as well, isn't it? For anybody that's not watching on the catch up and watching live. It feels yes. like a proper Thursday today. It's it really, dark, really it's raining, mm-hmm. it's been mm-hmm. a busy week, everyone's just back and they're like working out what's going on and then we're saying, come on, be live, come and join us, join the comments. I can I imagine it would be better than sitting with a brew right now and, and like hanging mm. out with you guys, like a top Thursday situation for me. Oh, love it. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, thank you for joining us. We can see you in the comments. You're already saying hi and letting us know where you're from and telling us um, that you're live. Hashtag live. Sorry, I've just saw, ah, Kirsty has bought, um, she's bought bubbles, Smirnoff ice, and she's done three fat returns today. Well done. You have really living a life today. She really is. She is living her best life. So thank you all so much uh, for joining us. Yeah, let us know what you're drinking tonight. That'd be good. Let us know what's getting you in the Thursday mood. I'm living life on the edge. I'm having I'm having a brew. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I've got like some orange uh, San Pellegrino. I'm sort of hoping that that counts as vitamin C. Posh <laughs> banter is what it is. You've got posh banter. I'm very impressed. That is that is very posh. That is very. Well, I've got. Well, we must we must thank our sponsor Dex, and I'm drinking from a Dex, Dex bottle. And uh, thank you. Thank you, Dex. We've got Dex on tomorrow, so please make sure you come and look, watch their session. They're going to tell you what Dex can do for you and your business, and uh, there might be some, like, they might give you a bit of a helping hand, so make sure you join us tomorrow. So, tonight, we're going to be talking to Danny. Danny is, I've been following Danny for a long time, and I, like I was saying, I'm a bit of a fangirl. I just think she's amazing. She puts on this amazing event called Be Inspired, and, like, Danny just rocks up in, like, a full bee costume and, like, just... <laughs> Not to and... life, like, to stage it. <laughs> I mean, I could have worn one this evening, but I thought, you know what, I'll keep it on the, on the, on the download tonight. <laughs> just the yellow headband will do. And, this love, and you sing, and so, like, you're just amazing. You are a force to be reckoned with. So, Danny, for our lovely members at night, that might be like they're being introduced to you tonight because I'm like, you need to know Danny in, in have Danny in your world. So, can you introduce yourself? Let us know a bit about you, your background, and, and what you can do for us this evening. Of course, of course. So, my name is Danny Wallace, and I am the Queen Bee, which is a ridiculously audacious statement to make. So, I gotta walk into places, introduce myself as the Queen Bee. People go, oh, What is that? Why, why, why would you come in and say that? And actually, it's much less to do with me and much more to do with the people that I come across. So I'm a public speaking coach. I'm a motivational speaker, author, singer. I do events all over the world. But my, my heart and soul is in creating a community of people who help each other show up, wise up and rise up. So the, the very concept of being the Queen Bee is actually a reclamation statement. So... I grew up on the council states of Preston and I was furious that the queen was born the queen and we was born like with virtually nothing like below the breadline. And as I experienced lots of different things as I was growing up, sort of experienced domestic abuse, experienced homelessness, lots of lots of crazy stuff and lots of wonderful stuff as well. I traveled the world and did all sorts of wonderful stuff. But I got to a point where I thought I life is happening to me a lot. I want to happen to life. If I want the things that I really genuinely believe are all of our birthrights, health, wealth, you know, good relationships, good friendships, safety, security, all these things should be our birthrights. If I'm not born into them, I'm going to have to be a little bit more tenacious about getting hold of them for myself. So what I do in my community is help people show up, wise up and rise up, link arms, festoons, bees do this incredible thing. When they're building something new, they link arms. So I want to link arms with as many people as possible and help them reclaim their birthright to success. And I do that with the superpower hidden in plain sight, which is your voice, because closed mouths don't get fed. If you're not talking about what it is that you do, Nobody is going to know about it. Oh, my goodness. We need you so much. Um, <laughs> like, I, I actually love you. <laughs> so, uh, thanks for Georgia. spending the time here this evening. Yeah, like Joanna's saying, already love your energy, Danny. What a way to spend a Thursday evening. Fantastic. So, well, tell it like, 
I know before we came live, you were saying to us about various things that you could talk about that can help us to introduce ourselves and build our confidence doing things like that. I'd love to, maybe we just let you dive in and um, help us with that. Yeah, for sure. And I think particularly within your industry, one of the things that is expected, I think, is networking. And someone's just asking, what does my shirt say? I'm just going to tell you. It says strong female lead on it. <laughs> oh, like it. Um, like, I like to call them politics. I like to have T-shirts with stuff on it um, that's really empowering and what have you. But, yeah, strong female lead is what it says. Um, so it, particularly in your industry, in the industry of accounting, of bookkeeping and all of that, um, the admin side of industry, I guess, the expectation for you guys to network is very real. And there is this experience that we have when we go networking. I like to call it the Mexican wave of shit. I'm really sorry if I drop the odd swear. It's just because I'm excited. I'm not swearing at anybody. Um, it's because I get excited. But I, I wonder, let me know in the comments if you feel me when I talk about this. The Mexican wave of shit is this. You go to these networking events to go and drum up business, to go and have conversations, and you enter through the door. And first of all, you make awkward small talk. That's the first thing that you do. And everyone feels very uncomfortable. You don't really want to talk to anybody you're going to do it anyway and there's always somebody who's really overzealous and they really want to know what it is that you do and they don't really they want to sell to you and then you drink some rubbish coffee and then you sit down and then once you sit down it is then the elevator pitch so the expectation is is that you'll go around the table stand up and you'll be given maybe 30 seconds a minute to introduce you and your business the thing is we don't give that a huge amount of thought for the most part. So what happens is this. Person number one speaks and you look at person number one and you think, oh, shit. And then next person speaks and then you think, oh, no, really, shit, that's coming towards me. This is the Mexican wave of shit. You're thinking, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Then you get splatted. It is your turn. You stand up, you go, ha, say whatever it is that just falls out of your mouth. Sit down. Thank God that you're finished. Don't listen to the person next to you because you are basking in the relief of not having spoke or, or of having spoke. And then you're not listening to anybody else in the room and you've missed a trick. You have missed a trick because you've not listened to the people before you. You've not listened to the people after you and you haven't got a clue what anybody in the room does. And because you're not really prepared yourself, you've not engaged in a way that is strong enough for people to remember you. And more often than not, and let me know if this is you, if you are an accountant or a bookkeeper, you'll stand up and you'll go, oh, it's really boring what I do really. I'm an accountant, I'm just a bookkeeper. And you'll stand up and you'll introduce yourself like that. And I want to share with you this evening that you are not going to do that anymore. I'm I, think I, I think I introduced myself to my husband like that. Like, I'm, I'm an accountant. I'm really sorry. <clears throat> like, your front foot is, I'm really boring. No, no, you're not. Actually, what you do is you make people's lives easier. You make accounts sexy so that people can see their projections. You Suddenly, the information that you garner, the things that you can do for people actually frees up bandwidth so that they can make better decisions, so they can create more freedom for themselves and their family. Like what you do is sexy as hell. We've got to remember that because that's when you start to stand out. That's when people start to realize, because if you jump into any kind of networking situation, introduction situation and say, hey, I'm just an accountant, guess what? You're just an accountant. People can find you, or you're just a bookkeeper. People will find you. People will find someone. It doesn't matter. You've got to make it so that it's you. Like, what is it about you? How are you going to make people feel safe? How are you going to be the person that people are going to trust in order for them to come and bring you their business? So I'm going to share with you a little structure that I want you all to think about tonight when it comes to introducing yourself. Is that okay? Yes, it yes. is okay. I love yes. it. I'm going to share it anyway. I'm glad you said yes. Well, we were just going to go in anyway. It would have been really <laughs> awkward otherwise. So... What I like to share with people that I work with is the concept of a vocal business card. Now, I don't know about you, when anybody starts in business, they only officially start in business when they get a delivery from Vistaprint that, <laughs> that has their business yes. cards on. And business cards are the things that go to the bottom of handbags today. 
So we've got to think about a different way of doing things now. We've got to think about a different way of standing out. Now, we could be saying to people, you know, connect with me on socials, like go there straight away. But you've got to make that impression first. And the way to do it is by helping the people in the room identify why you are fucking awesome. And you are. There is no business on God's green earth that doesn't need you. And that makes you wonderful that makes you desirable and sexy and all of those things that you might not really associate with you in your industry and I kind of want you to switch that up a little bit I want you to think about the superlatives that you can use or the really interesting analogies that you can use when you talk about the need for a bookkeeper so here's the structure for the BBC it's called BBC stands for vocal business card so you utilize this once you've got this nailed by the way you don't have to say it by rote every single time, but it will really help you come back to the reason why you're doing what you're doing. And when you're talking about your business, when you're really connected with the reason why you're doing what you're doing, it's much easier to develop relationships. It's much easier to develop relationships that then turn into clients, that then turn into working relationships. So it's a really good foundation on which to build how you speak about your business. So here's how it is. It's really easy. You already know step one. I am and you say your name. There we go. Easy step one, okay? Step number two, and I, with no apologies, you're going to tell people what you do. You're not going to go, I'm really sorry I'm an accountant. I'm really sorry I'm a bookkeeper. I'm really sorry I work in the finance industry. You are like, I work in the sexiest industry in the world, the industry that changes people's lives on the daily, I work in the finance industry or I work as an accountant or I work as a, (laughs) who am I? Laura, we're not asking you the big questions tonight. It's just your name, babes. You just need to share your name. It's all right. We don't have to go that deep. (laughs) I am and I. So I'm Danny Wallace and I am an international celebrity, public speaking coach, singer, motivational speaker and author. I know it sounds wanky, but it's true. So I'm going to own it, right? So I am and I. The next bit is the important bit. And the bit that I want you guys to have a little think about, I help. And busy business owners isn't going to cut it, okay? So what I want you to do within this particular section is what, (coughs) excuse me, what problems do your business owners have? So I help the financially fearful. I help. So really speak to that part of your clients or potential clients that need you. Yeah. What are they? They're scared. They don't know what they're doing. The paperwork baffles them. They don't have enough time to do the things that it is that you do. And because they don't know how to do it, it takes them twice as long. So you help business owners of whatever kind of people that you help create more time you help them create more freedom. You help them make better business decisions. You help them grow and scale their business. Like you do that. Like I, I've, I get shocked and I want to shake my accountant friends and my bookkeeper friends sometimes when they say that they're boring and they're proper not. I help. And then what do you help them with? You don't just help them with the books. You don't just help them file the tax stuff. You could say that. It's obvious that's what it is that you do. But think about actually what it is that you do. You free bandwidth so that they can really focus on the important bits of their business because that bit, that important bit is done. Yeah, if you think about every single business needs a key person of influence, they need someone in sales, they need someone in ops. Guess what? They need someone in finance. You are an integral part of any business. That's sexy. That's really sexy because most business owners are this person and this person. Mm-hmm. Right? Most people are the key person of influence. Most people want to focus on garnering the sales. You need somebody like you to be a pillar within your business. I help create the pillar in your business that you know that you need, that you might be scared to outsource, but once you do, create so much freedom so that is the last bit. So that, so then in that particular section, you're going to talk about the magic. 
Yeah, I help busy business owners, fearful business owners, the financial fearful, whoever it is, people that are deadline dancers. We've got people who, um, you know, are scared of getting fined, who don't know what they're doing. We help them create freedom within themselves, within their businesses, so that they can go on holiday more, so that they can scale to six figures if that's what they want to do, so that they can create more, like they can expand their team or all of these exciting things that you provide. So I am and I, I help. So that is a really good way to come back to the foundations. How do I introduce myself? and also allows you to reconnect with why you do what you do in the first place. Because a lot of you, and I know, I have lots of accountancy friends, friends in the finance industry, they go, particularly women, right? And there might be some men in here and men are here, I see you, I hear you, I feel you, but particularly women will have had an experience within with numbers or with accountancy or with businesses that will have made them realize I want to work in that because I don't want people to experience a certain thing. Mm -hmm. I really want people to experience better. I know I can help them. And I want you to go back. Yeah, Kath, go and check in on the bios that you share on your websites. Are you saying those things that excite you about your business because if it excites you it's going to incite, excite the people I mean the numbers might not necessarily excite your you know your key people of influence but the very fact that you are going to create bandwidth for them so they create that beautiful freedom that they all strive for and you guys as well um because then mm -hmm. you can really speak to the big hitters and the people that are really willing to pay for your services you know, say you're boring or you've not got your prices right and all of that sort of thing. If you were apologetic for the work that you do, guess what? You're going to get people who want to take you for a ride. I might get interrupted in a second with my six-year-old who might come in to want to give me a bedtime kiss. So like, oh, forgive, forgive me in the first instance. So yeah, is that helpful? Oh, yeah. Amazing. Well, we've been talking about you know setting our own goals and that's how we started the week and we've um and we've been talking about our ideal clients so hopefully people know who they help now um and we've been talking about their pain points and what our services do so sh we should know how we help the people to do that but we if you were here anyone who's watching and joined us for the james ashford session james was talking about how he was taking his family to see the lion king that was while we were live right yeah. and um and he was saying like he's designed his business and life so that he can go to the Lion King and do the things with his family and every business owner wants to do something like they haven't set up their business so who was the person who was saying it might have been James as well about the real problem oh it was when we spoke to Olivia James clients real problem isn't they've lost a receipt the problem is if they've lost the receipt they've got to spend three hours at the weekend in the spare room looking through boxes right. and uh, and so the so that is possibly so that I can go and do this cool stuff with my kids or if my finances are right if I'm saving more money or if I have a plan for the future and you uh, someone is helping me to build that I can have the the dreams and goals I set the whole reason I set my business up I don't yeah. have to spend all the time in in the um attic or wherever looking for right. all of my stuff so it, and it, like, it we know we've done fear in people. It instills fear in people. Like I'm one yeah. of those people. I'm a creative. I work in the creative industry. I, I work in entertainment predominantly as well as education and entrepreneurialism. But essentially, I'm an entertainer. This stuff it makes me fearful. It keeps me up at night. Like if I can hand my anxiety to someone else who's not going to feel anxious about it, like I want to do that. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, do you know what? Uh, one of the best, Danny, I went back in the day when I was, um, so my mum was a director of BNI, you know, right. BNI, the breakfast. Yes. So my mum was a director of three counties. So do wow. you think she had me doing my 60 seconds at my own breakfast table? Yes, she did. Before I was even in business, my mum <laughs> got me like train, train, trains. So whenever she had a, um, when I started my business, if someone couldn't make a meeting, she'd go, it's all right, I've got someone, Joe, you could be a visitor today, go there, go there, go there. It was cruel, it was horrible, I used to want to throw up, but it actually really helped me. But she said to me, you've got to make your 60 seconds different. You've got to be different. You've got to yeah. realise, speak to someone in that room and be really like, you know, really focused, but you've got to be different because everyone stands up, everyone's nervous, blah, blah, blah. So what I did was, and this was a bit back in the day, but actually it could still work now because um, we are we we are in the digital age, but so many customers aren't. I just took a shoebox full of receipts, stood up, went, I'm Joe Wood, um, and if you don't want to deal with this, and I just threw them all over the table. 
If you don't want to deal it. with this, give me a call. And I just sat back down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And everyone was like, yeah. And they knew what they knew what I meant because I made it visual. And I and was a was, carrier bag girl. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I just threw it all down and went, if you don't want to deal with this, you need to speak to me. I sat back down. <laughs> Love and, it. And so yeah, so and I and it's about making because you need to be memorable you need to be right. memorable and it's so these so yes that was face to face I was able to do that I mean I'm still nervous don't get me wrong but I managed to do it but standing out online as well which lots of us want to do I mean and maybe virtual networking as well you know zoom rooms and things like that mm-hmm. we can utilize this VBC still but how can we how can we change? So say, for example, means that we talk about the fact that some people have been in business for a long time, but maybe they've never like introduced themselves online right. as a first time. So yeah. if we take what you've said on for networking, how can people put that as like, right, I'm going to like refresh and let everyone know. And and Zoe, you did it recently, re- realized recently that you don't really do much on Facebook, do you? Because you're, you're an Insta girl. So the other day you actually just did right friends and family. I'm going to start doing a bit talking about this a bit more and you explained it. So I, and I think as well, we say that half the time people don't know what we're doing. People think we're the Chandler Bings of, you know, our friends and family. They have no idea really what it is that we do. I mean, sometimes people literally think we are librarians and keep right. books. Um, so <laughs> like, <laughs> they really got don't... all my books with me. <laughs> yeah. I'm keeping them they're not going anywhere (laughs) so how how could somebody like if someone's not told anyone on social media maybe they've been a bit too scared to tell their friends and family really what it is that they do how can they use something like this to go online and how would you how would you suggest so I would use something a little bit different I would what I would do is I would a begin engagement in the online space and what what I mean by begin engagement in the online space is I mean I would ask lots of questions and I would go into groups and go and ask questions like does anybody struggle with this particular thing if I was to do this what would you think does anybody have like does anybody outsource their accounts like I'm in I'm doing some research I would go and find out by asking questions I know the answer to already but People love to give an opinion. So what I would do is I would start to drum up engagement by asking questions. That's one way that you can start to improve a presence online, which is kind of, I guess, what we're asking here. What I would also do, there's two things. One is you can up your online presence with live streaming. I'm really sorry if my voice is a little bit scratchy. I'm absolutely full of a cold. (laughs) Excuse me. So there's two things that I would love to kind of share with you. I like to call them structures from which to deviate. Um, One is live streaming and live streaming often fills people with fear. And I don't know if you know this or not, girls, but glossophobia, the fear of public speaking, is the number one fear in the Western world. The number one fear above a fear of spiders, of heights, of death itself. People would rather be in the casket than read the eulogy. I find that shocking, but then I'm a bit of a theatre child aren't I so with that in mind that's not going to be everybody's cup of tea is to press the go live button and start just kind of going live or to jump into zooms however you and I know that video content is king particularly right now and particularly sub 60 seconds so I want you to consider this as a way of establishing presence when you're online Uh, Someone who does this really, really well, actually, within the mathematical field is a drag queen called Kime. So I don't know if anybody follows the drag queen Kime, but what she does or what they do is within the the 60 seconds that is a reel, is that they will, I mean, they're in full drag. I mean, you could do it in full drag if you want to. You can make it as crazy as you like or not. It doesn't really matter because there is always somebody who will be interested in what it is that you say. So kind isn't everybody's peach, right? You might be the ripest, juiciest peach in the world. Not everyone likes peaches. So you need to be maybe a banana or an apple and it's okay. So yeah, Kine was at Atomicon. Yes, Kath, if anyone was at Atomicon. Um, oh my gosh, <laughs> I saw that and I was like, oh, amazing. Like everything, like, I don't know. It made me want to wear purple. For sure. Ruffles and like just be in diamantes all the time. Like I'm here for kind. But what she does is really clever is she delivers concepts in 60 seconds. So when you're 
um, establishing presence online. Say we meet at an, a networking meeting or we meet in an online space or whatever, and I go and check out your socials. It might be LinkedIn, it might be Instagram, it might be Facebook. One really great way of throwing out consistent content where you position yourself as the expert in your field is having sub 60 second pre-recorded videos. Pre-records. And in that pre-record, all you need to do, and as if you do it repetitively enough, and you could do maybe, I don't know, let's say for example, you want a batch that's gonna last you six weeks. So a really great way to garner interest in you is to do a batch for six weeks, three a week, right? So one, two, three, four, five, six, and then three a week, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. I'm discalculating, you're only getting three out of me, you guys. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. So 18 pieces of content, 18 lots of 60 seconds. So what do you put in these 60 seconds? Top tips. So you think within bookkeeping, there are themes, right? There's end of year, there's forms that you need to fill in, there's things that you need to file. You could give a tip for each of those things and then wrap up by saying, if you don't want to do it, I've got your back. And doing that consistently. So if you use your personal profile, I mean, I'm a fan of using personal profile as a means of introduction. That's not everybody's bag, but you will need some sort of social media presence with a profile of some description in order to gain reach. So the way that you do it is you introduce yourself. So for me, in the context of public speaking, it'd be, hey, my name's Danny Wallace and I'm a celebrity international public speaking coach. I don't always say it like that. And I'm a public speaking coach. I thought it would be helpful over the next six weeks if I share with you some top tips for your bookkeeping. Then you give the tip. So intro, why you're there. And then the tip. And then what you're going to do is you're going to call them to action. So whenever you open your mouth about your business in any way, shape or form, whether it's an introduction, an elevator pitch, whether you're giving a presentation, whether you're doing a sub 60 second pre-record, even if you're writing copy for the internet, for your online space or your blog or your website, calling to action is really important. And the reason it's really important is that you are training your potential client into a transaction. So that first transaction is, if you found this helpful, give it a share. That's a low risk transaction. So what will happen is they'll share it and they feel safe because guess what? They didn't die when you asked them to do something. Do that consistently enough that when you say, hey, buy my stuff, they go, oh, well, it's safe when they ask me to do things. You're much more inclined to buy your stuff. So calling to action consistently in any interactions that you have is really, really important psychologically for you and potential clients in order to let's kind of move them along that journey. So you can eventually say, hey, buy my stuff. So introduce yourself, tell them why you're there, give them the tip. And then the call to action is any number of things. It could be if you found this helpful, give it a little share. If you found this helpful, drop me a comment, drop me a like. If you know somebody who needs to know this, tag them. If you don't want to do this and you need someone to take it off your hands, drop me a DM, I've got you. And even if that's your consistent call to action, that will that will instill those positive, um, those positive interactions. Dawn's just saying, would you use the same pre-recording for all of your social media platforms? Yeah, why not? Someone maybe would say, yeah, you want to create different content for different platforms. I'm not a social media mogul. I'm not a social media trainer. Um, I think that particularly in, in the field that you're in, you might have different audiences that hang out on different platforms. LinkedIn, want to hear more of the business stuff and less of the behind the curtain stuff for sure. But yeah, I would pop your top tips across the platforms and I would time them, do one on one day, do one on another day. So you're constantly putting out a cycle. You've got 18 there. Not everybody's going to see all those 18. So guess what? At the end of the six weeks, you can start again at number one and no one's going to know any wiser because the algorithm is that the majority of people don't see your content anyway, particularly when you're just starting out. So you don't have to overthink it. I'm going to challenge everyone who's here watching this because there are 54 of you here watching this live. Can everyone think of one top tip that you'll share that you could share in a minute? Um, because if we all do that in the comments, you have all got absolutely heaps and heaps and heaps. 50 of stuff pieces of content. Yes. yes. 
I'd love that. I'd love that. And if you did that one a week, that's the rest of 2022 sorted out with two weeks off for Christmas. Yeah, I'm going to add one. They've just they've just given us an extension on self-assessment. And um, if you if you set up your time to pay by the 1st of April, you there's no fines or you get 12 months to pay your self-assessment tax return. So someone write that in the comments because that's just been announced today. So, oh, yeah, Karen's just wrote new HMRC. Karen's Thank all you, over Karen. it. She's in it. She's on it. Excellent. So, um, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That is that is so helpful, Danny. That is so helpful. That so. The sub 60. So we and when you think about that, okay, so the first time you do this, the first time you You'll have, record it 50 times, FYI, when you do this for the first exactly, time. Exactly. Exactly. But then when you get better and quicker, that's 20 minutes, right? Yeah. Half an hour mm-hmm. in between each. And you've got that much content in half an hour and yeah. that much good content and that much content that people are actually going to consume because if you actually spent half an hour recording one video you're not going to get the reach that you're going to get for 18 videos for one minute it's just blown my mind a little bit right and it's crazy and the thing is the reason why it's sub 60 seconds it means you can cross pollinate for want of a b term you can cross pollinate them across the socials so that will work in your stories that will work on reels that will go on your grid if you're on instagram and play in its entirety so if you go over a minute on your grid then it won't play they'll have to click through and the path of least resistance is they'll jump out if it says continue watching um your stories on facebook linkedin love video at the minute um, so, and, and not a huge amount of people are video content creators on LinkedIn. So you can really capitalize on a strong algorithm over there, just utilizing the things that you would utilize over on Facebook and Instagram anyway. So that's sub 60 second. If you're down with the trumpets, get yourself on TikTok. You can use under a minute just there. So you can really cross pollinate these tips right the way across your platforms and have a really wide reach without much extra effort. It's not a huge, big effort that. Amazing. I feel like we should read some of these out because we'll put this onto the podcast and you might not be seeing the comments, but we've got things like why cloud software and why you should use cloud software. Someone's mentioned Plio. Why keep your bank account reconciled? Tax benefits of electric cars, simplified expenses, marriage allowance, separate business and personal accounts. What the point of management accounts is put aside VAT each month in a separate bank account. I'm taking yeah yeah it's amazing um use of home as an office um set up sales categories to report yourselves by type each month trivial expenses what a bookkeeper actually does child benefit tax charge keep your receipts take a photo of your receipts as you spend the money sold trader versus limited allowable expenses for your taxes i've got loads that is amazing that is so amazing well done everyone Laura Day Henderson has a really good question there, just saying, does it have to be a live stream or will pre-recorded videos get a similar reach? So the sub 60 second pre-recorded videos will get a better reach on reels, on TikTok and on stories. So live streaming, I mean, I don't know the ins and outs specifically of algorithm and reach, but Facebook loves live video. So loves it, but it's got to be over five minutes for it to push you out further than the people that see you ordinarily. So if that's the case, then I would be having a more meaty conversation with your audience, either like this. So grab some software like StreamYard. It's really easy. It's really simple to use. You can use Zoom and Zoom directly into um, in onto your profiles and into your groups and what have you um, and conduct interviews. That's a really easy way. Yeah. Five minute live. A lot of people come to me to speak for the first time and go, I can't speak for five minutes. Actually. I mean, we've been live for 33 minutes now and it's not really felt like it as it girls. It's not once you kind of get into the flow of what it is you want to say. And here's the important bit that when you open your mouth to speak, you've just got to remember, it's not about the numbers of who's watching is the fact that there may be that one person who you can really help that's listening. And that's the only person that you have got to speak to. You don't have to think that you've got to put on any kind of formal voice or, Hey, ladies and gentlemen, that's not even the correct term anymore. Hey folks. Um, you've got to make sure that you're just talking to the person who you really want to help the person that you know, that's fucking up making all these mistakes because they're not like doing the tips that you're sharing with them. So a really, really good if you're going to go live for a bit longer then what I would do um is I would utilize this and if you've been in corporate for any length of time you'll have come across this concept it's called the three tellums right 
So three tellums goes like this. One, introduce yourself. Always make sure you introduce yourself because the more you do this, the stronger your algorithm becomes, the more you get pushed out to people. So never assume that the same people are watching you all the time and they know who you are. Like mm -hmm. even celebrities shouldn't be like that. Do you know who I am? You should be introducing yourself every time that you do something like this. So first of all, intro. You've got a more meaty topic. And this time of year is a great time for you guys to be sharing stuff. Mm -hmm. Right now, end of year is a real fearful time for a lot of people. So the January self-assessment time, again, in the eight March, April time is a prime time for you to be really fucking visible. Ideally afterwards as well, because you'll get a lot of deadline dances coming in January, finding you in January because they're searching for bookkeepers because they've shit themselves because they've not done what it is that they need to do. And then actually the content that you put out afterwards really needs to be strong so that they follow you through the year so they know what they need to do before January next time. But anyway, so introduction. Then you're going to tell them what you're going to tell them. So I'm live today because I want to share with you some top tips for you to be able to speak about your business and feel really good while you do so, right? That's, that's the reason why I'm with you today. So tell them what you're going to tell them. Tell them what, hang on. You're, <coughs> excuse me, going to... Tell them. Tell them number one. Then you're going to tell them. Tell them the thing, which is what we're doing now. I'm telling you some stuff that's going to be helpful for you to speak about your business, right? So you're going to tell them the thing. So it might be for you guys. Do Are you a deadline dancer? Introduction. Hi, my name is Danny Wallace and I'm a bookkeeper. Every single year, people come to me right at the very last minute and I know why it is it happens because it's the last thing that you think about people are fearful of it today I'm going to tell you how you can avoid doing this right so you've set the scene people can choose then whether to engage or not then you're going to tell them I don't know how to do this by the way because I've got a team now because because <laughs> that's what I used to do but then you're going to tell them how to do this then you're going to tell them what you just told them tell them what? Hang on. You just told them. And what I mean by that is you're going to summarize. This really cool thing that happens when you summarize is you check in with your audience. You say, so today I've taught you some ways that you can avoid being a deadline dancer. If not this time, then next self-assessment time. How do you all feel about that? Have I covered that? And you do a double head nod like this. You nod, nod. And then what happens is, is everybody starts nodding back at you. You can't even see them because you're live. You're double-headed. Is, is everyone happy that I've covered that today? And everyone will go, well, yeah, she has. She's covered it today. And that is a positive mutual transaction. A positive mutual transaction means that by the end of that live, you are further along in the no like, trust process. That person is more likely to come hang out with you again because guess what? You've had a positive mutual interaction. So summarizing at the end allows for connection. So you're not just talking at them. You're asking them a question. You're asking if they're happy. And they go, yeah, I'm happy. Thank you very much for asking if I'm happy. Oh, she asked if I'm happy. I'm happy. <laughs> and then guess what you're going to do? You're going to call them to action. And that is a really great structure that you can use both for presentations and for lives that will allow you to expand out past that five minutes so that the algorithm will push you out that little bit further. Oh my God. You've just, you've just taught me why you've made me fall in love with you. Because I've been going like this. I've been going, There's nothing yes, I like this. Like yes, Danny. <laughs> yes, Danny. Yes, Danny. And I think that's what it was. I, I think, um, I it was I was going to be doing some public speaking. I wanted to do some public speaking, and then I was searching, and you came up, and I have been nodding ever since. And that was a few years ago. And yeah, as you can see now, I do. I mean, I don't really do too many lives. Well, I do. Well, I do. Obviously, I do this kind of. <laughs> I don't what? Even think Who are you? What's going on? I don't mean it like that. I don't on my personal page. This right. is my safe space. This right. is so isn't it funny? Like when I first went live in this group, I was petrified, but now this is just home. I'm just hanging out. This is just my mates and it's fine. So it just shows you that you can get more comfortable with the process as you as you move on. Um, it just takes a bit of time and effort. But I definitely need to get on my personal page and have these conversations. Right. Absolutely. Because I want more clients in my, you know, bookkeeping and accounting practice. I want that. And I can I can do all this. It's really like you've told us what we need to do. And all of the comments tell us everything we need to talk about. 
And um, oh my good, yes, Christy, I did dance. I did dance, drunk danced in my kitchen. Oh, why yes. did I put that? I did some flower arranging at 10 o'clock at night with a glass of wine one time. People love, people love to peek behind the curtain a little bit and mm -hmm. see the person behind the knowledge. And I think that's one of the reasons why I do as well as what I do is that I don't hide it. I mean, if anybody goes to my personal profile right now, you are going to see yes. quite a lot because I've had a podcast. Uh, amazing. So, like boobs are Like you're going to see everything. <laughs> uh, probably breakfast, but um, but I I have made because my my job is to help people realize that they can take up space as they are. Then I need to really embody that and walk that walk and and allowing people to see the vulnerable parts of me, allowing people to see behind the curtain, allowing people to see me dance in my kitchen or flower arrange if I've someone sent me a blooming wild and I don't know what I'm doing. Then I'll chuck my phone up and I'll talk to people about my journey and about what's going on for me whilst I'm doing these things. And it just makes you more real. And I think that the more real you can make yourself, the easier it is to connect with you. And then actually what you do is just a byproduct. People will want mm -hmm. to come and hang out with you anyway. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, someone, I saw a question from Dawn that came up um, about how do you get over the fear of being on camera? Oh, it's um, a good one. Oh, it's a good one, isn't it? It is a good one. You can trick yourself, okay? So being on camera, I think the first thing to remember is, for the most part, most of us, I'm gonna make an. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make a, a confession on behalf of everybody now. Is that when you're on a Zoom, you spend half of the time looking at yourself, right? You spend most of the time checking out your face and what it is that you're doing. Girls, you're gonna have to nod at me, like even if you're not doing it consciously, you're checking yourself out. Girls, you look fly, <laughs> by the way. But what you're doing when you're talking is to remember that you are talking if not to somebody you really want to help, it's past you. So when you're speaking on camera, you need to remember that it is bigger than you, the reason why you're speaking. All right. So I was really lucky. I was on The Voice, like 2014. Don't get excited. They didn't show me. Uh, by the time I was filming, they filled up all the spaces. So I went on and I sung my song and I was performed and it was dead good but none of the coaches turned around it was the year that will i am and um i'll just name drop uh tom jones rita Ora, and ricky wilson were on the lineup they didn't turn around but at the end they all turned around and still give feedback to the people who were never going to get through which is equal parts amazing and cruel because i'm there stoically crying thinking that i just effed the whole thing up and tom jones was like i've got no criticism for your love which which is my really rubbish welsh accent by the way i'm a singer not an impressionist <coughs> rita Ora said you know i probably wouldn't have turned around anyway you're a little bit older than the person that i'm you know good at working with and ricky wilson was like i didn't really like the song and will i am was like you're crying and I was like, yeah, of course I'm crying. I'm crying because when, where I grew up, if you're a musician, if you're a singer, the only way that you're going to make it where I come from, if you didn't go to uni and study music, was on a reality TV show. Look where I am. I'm on the reality TV show where you guys make dreams come true. I've just effed it up. You've not turned around. My journey stops here. What do I do with the rest of my life? And he went, you can sing. You know that, right? And I was like, well... Willie, I'm just so I could say. I was like, yeah, you're a cat. Like this, crying. And he said, well, he said, this is a gift. What you have is a gift. And four people today didn't turn around. And if off of the back of four people in, in the whole world of 7.8 billion people, didn't they, four people said no today or weren't able to say yes. If you stop giving your gift today, you are doing the world a disservice because what is a gift if not to give? And who are you not to share that gift? And that really resonated with me. And I want to kind of challenge you with this same thought. All of you, because of your expertise, have a gift to give business owners. And who are you not to share that? Who are you not to help make those people's lives better if you have got that in you? If you have got that, it's bigger than you. So to sit there going, oh, they're going to think I'm shit. They're going to think I'm... No, they're not. Because guess what? You've got a gift that they don't have that you're able to give to them. And I really want you to connect with that if you're feeling fearful. The other thing that you can do, which is really cool, is trick your body. When you're feeling scared, your body floods with... Um, 
cortisol, the stress hormone, the hormone that makes you want to get the fuck out of there. <coughs> Prior to doing something that you're fearful of, you can do something. There's been lots of research into this and a TED talk called um, uh, by Dr. Amy Cuddy that talks specifically about power posing, right? And if you stand for 30 seconds to two minutes prior to doing something that you're frightened of in a really strong pose. So imagine you've just won something, you've got your arms in the air, feet firmly on the floor, smiling. You might feel a bit of a wanker, but I tell you, it really works. What you do is you flood your body with testosterone, the alpha hormone, which makes you feel more confident and, and more on the front foot than if you were to just kind of press go live anyway. So actually by power posing prior to pressing the go live button or the record button, you will raise your vibration. It'd be much easier for you to do the thing that you want to do. I've definitely stood in, uh, <laughs> I've definitely stood in public toilets, yeah. ready to go yeah. into yeah. a meeting, doing my power poses. So I'm I'm with you on that. Absolutely. That It does make a massive difference. And it's just the way you stand, isn't it? The way you yeah. hold yourself. If you're like this, oh God, you're like even looking at your position. phone, even if yeah. you're just like, oh, just like stand here, like at a conference or something or a networking yeah. thing and be like, I'm not going to engage. I'm going to close down. I'm going to just look at my phone. It makes you feel really bad. Yeah. And the, um, and the room reads you accordingly as well. So what you're doing, if you were like, we're monkeys, right? If you're in a pack of monkeys and you're giving off beta vibes, then guess what? you're not the most powerful person in the room. And I'm not suggesting that everybody wants to be the most powerful person in the room, but how you hold yourself will help other people to read you. And doing this is a really, you know, like looking at your phone, making yourself small, shows the world that you want to retract. Now, do I want to work with somebody who's in a state of retraction? Well, the answer is a hell fuck no. You know, I want to work with someone who's not in your face, but at least can sit on top of their spine. And I think that's a really important thing to consider when you are doing these things. The other really cool thing as well is that when you're working on a camera on your phone, put some googly eyes either side. So instead of talking to you, you talk to the googly eyes. <laughs> I love that. That's such a good idea. That is <laughs> such a good idea. Yeah, I've taught my children, like before the, like my son was doing his GCSEs or he's, he went for his theory test, driving theory. And I'm like, Dan, do the pose. And he's like, no, mum. <sighs> do the pose and then but even having the argument about doing the pose lifts his because he, he's like right. oh, so embarrassing but he's then thinking about the pose right even if he doesn't fully do it and he does kind of you see his shoulders go back and he starts thinking about it and I think it's a really good top tip for anybody that's nervous about anything even having the conversation about I mean we call it the Wonder Woman Superwoman Superman pose yeah it's um it's it's really good and as well I've always found like Putting it like even if it's 30 seconds of a bit of music, music, jump around specifically just... with a high BPM. Yeah, if you right. a beats per minute. So, I want you to think of the song that makes you do the embarrassing dance to the dance floor dance that dance that like that the one that makes you feel like that. Like, build me up buttercup or something really cheesy if that's your thing, or if you want to rock out, then rock out, but something with a really high BPM because actually music has a frequency, we vibrate on a frequency, play it even for 30 seconds ultimately lifts you up and it's really good for you. I, I love we this, should um, have a playlist no. we need a playlist. Yes. let's have a playlist come on yes. guys stick your songs what's the song that gets you to the but dance mr brightside kirstie's coming oh. out of the cage and she's doing just fine yes, <laughs> yes. love mr brightside love it oh my goodness yeah let's put your favorite playlist danny oh. you oh my goodness i can't believe how amazing you have been this evening everyone is absolutely loving you yesterday we had james ashford and everyone loved james ashford and at the end of the day they said they wanted uh they wanted a teddy bear like a builder bear where you pressed his tummy and james's wisdom come out now we've got now we've got hashtag danny bear going on as well because they want a bear with your wisdom coming out so oh. um <laughs> so that's yeah if you saw any danny bears that's what i, that I thought i'd better explain just in case I you're thinking it. what's yeah i think we need all these little bears with all these little voices going on and i think it's a great idea but you have honestly the, the gold you have delivered tonight um has been absolutely amazing i know that our um our audience have absolutely loved you um that you know battle of hell caroline you go for it yeah. acdc <laughs> love shack i'm loving all of this see, honestly i'm gonna have to go back and write notes rock stars are coming out now yes absolutely
absolutely we're gonna have to go back and write so many notes from all of these comments all of those amazing tips um i mean i'm wondering whether we can get a post out there with all of those all of those uh 54 yeah 56. we can do that we'll do that we'll also i'm just thinking we'll set up a spotify playlist or something for bookkeepers bootcamp bootcamp yeah. playlist yeah. Go on, what are your requests? Mine, mine is um, Uptown Funk, always. That would be definitely... Oh, don't believe me, just watch. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Oh, my goodness. I love it. Um, I, I love a bit of Beyonce love on top. I just keep going and going yeah. and getting higher and screechier. And I just... But the higher I get, the better I feel. It's like nine yeah. key changes in there. Beyonce yeah. is something else. Everyone else feels awful when they hear me sing it, but I feel amazing. <laughs> as long amazing. as you feel good, babe. As long as you feel <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, let's have it. Let's have a bookkeeper's playlist and we can all play it just before we go live or before we do our 60 sub 60 seconds videos. And yeah. um, oh my goodness, I can't wait to see what all of us trending in the next, you know, in the next while because and forever. And that would be said consistency. So having those 18 set up front and then just drop in three a week. And then surely we have like 18 to 30 minutes a week to create mm. these and we just got them in the bank. And yeah. then we just all got me. Oh, I just can't wait to see it. Easy, can't easy peasy. And if you do do these things, please tag me or let me know that you're doing them so I can cheer you on. Absolutely, yes. absolutely. So, Danny, tell us how how can people connect with you and what you do. So easy peasy. So you can connect with me across the socials. Whether you live on LinkedIn, whether you uh, freak out on Facebook, or whether you do something beginning with I on Instagram, um, you can uh, follow me at the Queen Bee Danny. Um, you can check out my website and thequeenbee.co.uk and you can check out my books which are on Audible both in reading format and Audible format um, on Amazon uh, I am the Queen Bee how I overcame self-sabotage to fly anyway and how you can too and also closed mouths don't get fed amazing thank you so much for taking the time for us this evening thank you everyone who's joined us and stayed the whole time I can't wait to like I'm going to go through all the comments in a minute and we'll um, follow up with all of this um, I just want to let you know what we've got coming up tomorrow. Tomorrow is the last day of Bookkeepers mm. Bootcamp and uh, we're feeling super sad about that, but we've got an amazing day coming up. Um, don't forget, if you are thinking of signing up for the Six Month Success Programme, there are some amazing bonuses which finish tomorrow at midnight, so don't hang around. We've actually already sold all of the VIP spaces on our Reading Meetup, our VIP Mastermind. We've actually put on an extra date because so many people want to go to Reading. So there are still <laughs> spaces for the VIP. Um, what we've got coming up tomorrow, we're starting with Gemma Malek from Free Agent. We're going to be talking about MTD. We are speaking to Lara Manton at one o'clock. And then at two, we're speaking to Freddie Mins from our sponsor, Dex. And then we're back to close at eight o'clock tomorrow night with Lillian Skinner, Kat Stonehill, Charlotte Saunders and Paula Pinder. And we're going to be talking about their bookkeeping practices. So you can be totally inspired by all of those amazing bookkeepers. So I think we've just got to get our power poses at the ready. And uh, and um, something you said, Danny, which is going to absolutely stick with me forever, I think, is uh, don't let life happen to you, happen to life. Right. So uh, let's happen to life tomorrow. And uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Have a great Bye. evening, everyone. Thank you for having me. Bye. Don't forget to join us every week on the Bookkeepers Podcast with Topical Bookkeeping Chat. Why not join our free Facebook group, the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com.